Hi there. Welcome to the Cards of the Day podcast with me, Katie the Card Lady. And thank you so much for being here. The cards of November 25th are incredibly powerful cards. One being what I believe might be the most powerful card of all, the Eight of Hearts. Because the Eight of Hearts represents the power of love. Love being the most powerful force in the world, right? Coming with the Eight of Hearts today, we also have the Ten of Clubs, which is the card of the teacher. It's one of three cards in the crown line, which is at the top of the most important chart of cards if you start learning about these cards. The crown line, which is the Ten of Clubs, the Eight of Diamonds, and the King of Spades. King of Spades being the highest card. These are the three cards that get to walk to the beat of their own drum and do things in their own way. And so on November 25th, we are all being blessed with the energy of the teacher who teaches things in our own way, learns things in our own way, shares, expresses, thinks, speaks in our own way. Each of us are individuals, are we not, with minds that work differently than anyone else's ever has. We each have an ability to teach in a unique way that no one else can because we have unique experiences that no one else does and we are unique people that no one else can be. When we combine the Eight of Hearts with the Ten of Clubs, we get the Five of Diamonds, meaning that the highest possible Dharma of November 25th and people born on November 25th. And not just November 25th, 2020, but every year's November 25th is the seeker of truth, the five of diamonds. Nikola Tesla's card, this card is all about being flexible and adaptable in the things that you do and the way you do them and the reasons that you do them changing the way that we do things so that we can align more closely with the truth that we really want to be about, that we really want to show to the world. So without further ado, let's get into the depth of what the cards of November 25th mean. We're ramping up beautifully into Sagittarius season. And might I say, we're ramping up beautifully into my 30th year of life as I'm turning 30 on Sunday. And I guess it's actually gonna be my 31st year of life because year zero definitely counts, doesn't it? Oh, before we are even a year old and thus my third decade has begun, is beginning Oh, and I'm so thankful to be born in the beautiful Sagittarius season where we kind of wake up from the drudgery, the darkness, the depth, the dust, settling depths of Scorpio season. I hear such a weird noise. It's as if somebody is knocking on this door. I'm going to believe that it is a beautiful spirit that's here to play. A beautiful ghost that is here to be fun with us. 
And beautiful spirit, if you need something from me, please let me know. I'm here with open arms and love as long as you have love, only love for me. I'll let you know that's all I'm going to allow in right now is love because that's what I'm feeling. I am in Indiana and I'm about to leave my family's home for the Midwest, um, in the Midwest to go to Mexico. Very excited. Oh, so November 25th, y'all, the eight of hearts, the eight of hearts being this power of love card, eight of the eight is the number of power and of control. Um, and these are both good and bad, just as every concept is beautiful in its own right and also devastating in its own right, really depending on how the energy is used, which really depends on the person who is using it and the decision that they are making at that point in time. You see, I don't believe that there's any energy that is always good or any that is always bad in terms of cards or numbers or suits. Everything has the propensity to be anything. So the eight of hearts, this power and this control is related to love. Again, I think it can be the most powerful force in the world, the power of love, the power of love to change the world, the power of love to overcome the power of fear. John Lennon said there's only two things. There's love and there's fear. There's only two emotions that everything else stems from. There's love and there's fear. And so we can look at our lives in terms of are we making decisions out of love or are we making decisions out of fear? From the littlest things, like do you want to get up and go to the bathroom right now or do you not because you're worried about how everybody's going to look at you along the way? You're literally making the choice to like not go take care of yourself by going to the bathroom, which is what your body is physiologically asking you to do so that you can avoid being judged because you are afraid of what other people think of you. That is something that like happens to all to so many people, so many of us in so many situations, so many you know, manifestations of fear. And that's just on the most shallow, like stupid level and still such a magnanimous example of how we really like forego taking care of ourselves because of fear. If we forego taking care of ourselves because of fear, we forego forego taking care of our dreams because of fear for sure. We forego taking care of others because we're afraid for sure. Think of, ugh. How beautiful, (laughs) how much more beautiful life could be if each of us could stop living out of fear ever. Mm, So the power of love, oh, the power of love, oh, the power of love is the willpower, the determination, the dedication, the loyalty to overcome the temptation of allowing fear to conquer our love. You see, the seven of hearts is all about the temptation of the heart. And the temptations of the heart are those that are selfish more than unconditionally selfless. Of course, there's always going to be the argument where people say that selflessness does not exist. But let's forget about that philosophical argument for a second and just kind of think of those win-win situations where our self does also benefit, but in like 
all reality, we're making that decision to be selfless. We're choosing unconditional love. We're choosing love for the world. We're choosing love for the whole community, for the whole family, instead of love for ourselves. That is the temptation that we are trying to overcome the selfishness of love in order to embrace the selflessness of love. And that is what the seven of hearts gives to us. And that is what we'll be experiencing on November 26th. But on November 25th, when we're at the eight of hearts, overcoming that temptation on a consistent, constant, dedicated basis, focused, purposeful, loyal, directed, unabashed, and undeterrable. The focus of our willpower, the focus of our determination, the clarity of our intention, directed power, purposeful control, not even a question of the temptation of the seven. That is what eight is all about. That is what the highest caliber eight is all about constant power and control over yourself. But with that has to come the implied understanding that you can only have control over yourself. And sometimes to even believe that you totally have control over yourself is audacious in and of itself, because who are we to think that ourselves can be controlled? I mean, we aren't even to think for the things that happen to us. I truly believe that we are led. So, hmm. the power of love to be like constantly overcoming fear <laughs> and constantly moving towards selfless love. Always determined, always loyal to the selflessness, to the whole, to the community. Never choosing anything for selfless reasons. Oh, if only... If only we could embrace that. If only a few people could embrace that. If only (laughs) we all could embrace that. I believe that that could happen one day. I really, really do. I think that's how the Mayans ascended into another dimension. And we think that they just disappeared, even though there's no physical, geological reason for us to think that there was any sort of Hmm, tsunami or earthquake around that time that could have knocked them out and just allow an entire civilization of people to disappear. The Celestine Prophecy talks about how those people ascended into another dimension. And you know how they did it was by loving each other and having no fear of each other and thus having no control dramas with each other because there was no fear and no reason for control dramas. And I... (laughs) Obviously, that frequency existed at one point, and I truly believe that it can again. How many years have humans existed for? And how much of the knowledge of those peoples has been washed away and lost over time, no matter where you look around the world, at what peoples that existed in what ancient times we have lost and lost and lost and lost and lost and lost and lost the ancient knowings. So the Eight of Hearts, the power of love on November 25th is all about tapping into that infinity. Imagine all the feelings of love that every person, that every being has ever felt on this world, ever, who's ever existed for tens of thousands of years. Every being that could ever have experienced the pure innocence of love. 
Ooh, I'm in this garage with my uncle's really nice, like, 63 Ford Galaxy, like, pristine cream-colored car. And I just feel like there's beautiful spirits of my loved ones, like, floating around me in this garage. My loved ones, Matt, my loved ones, Leslie and Joanne and Lee, who have all passed and I've been remembering so often over this Thanksgiving. Hello, I love you. My cousin, Matt, my aunt, Leslie, my grandma, Joanne, and my grandpa, Lee, who I just found out, like, went to Guam and Hawaii and, like, went down the, Miss- like, the Mississippi River somehow connected to it from like Philadelphia and like in a boat went from Philly all the way to New Orleans somehow and then around the southern and western coast of the United States and then like went over to Guam like right is that where Guam is anyway thank you spirits for being here with me the power of love is with me tonight and I hope that it was with you on this day that it is with you right now and it is with you Oh, for your whole future. So, the Ten of Clubs is coming in accordance with the Eight of Hearts on November 25th. And the Ten of Clubs, like I said, is that crown line, the teacher that gets to play by its own rules and do its own thing and walk to the beat of its own drums like the other cards in the crown line. But the Ten... So the 10 takes the power of eight. We're talking about that directed power. Oh, I was going off about that directed power of the eight, right? And then 10, we're going we're gonna to skip nine for a second. Sorry if you've heard me do this before. Not sorry. But here's how I like to describe the eight, nine, 10 sequence. Eight being that directed power. 10 is going to be when you get to the end, the completion of a cycle. 10 is triumph, 10 is getting to the top, 10 is finally crossing the finish line of whatever it is that you've been doing and you've been working so hard and you've learned all of the freaking lessons. I'm looking at the queen of diamonds right now, 12 diamonds arranged on the back of my uncle's garage door. Love that jazz. So if 10 represents getting to the finish line, it represents this completion. Remember when you turned 10? That's kind of how I feel when I think about this. I remember when I turned 10 and it just felt like you, you got there, yo, you, you freaking reached it. You know, you're 10 now, like you reached the double digits, like you're whole nother world, right? So if eight is this like abominably great power, and 10 is this like incredibly dope like level of success the nine the only thing that's keeping those two apart is this number of revolution and transformation and taking that power and saying oh you think you're so powerful doing whatever it takes to to show you that power can be turned right on its head that's what nine's all about complete revolution And if you can be reborn from that revolution and be killing it still, despite being revolutionary, that's why it's like the hardest lesson of all, right? Because you can't get to the completion, winning, triumph, unless you like beat the hardest one there is to beat, number nine. So 10 beats nine and it's like, I'm here, I'm finished, I'm done. Look at this, mic drop, killed it, done.
done deal, sealed the deal, 10. So the 10 of clubs, the, you know where the 10 of clubs is sealed the deal? What's the clubs about? You got it, the mind. What are those three petals representing? You got it, intuition, imagination, and ideas, or intellect. Sorry, I actually mix those. Sometimes I say intellect, sometimes I say ideas, ideas, always imagination and um, intuition. I think that's because like intellect um, and intelligence, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to say put smartness on a scale as much as I do ideas, but ideas are kind of like imagination too. So I don't know. It's the eyes and the eyes (laughs) of the clubs. They're all about the mind. Those are the things that we get to experience because we are human and we get this beautiful mind. Like we get a brain where we get to think about things and we don't just feel things in our gut and in our spirit and our soul intuitively, that gut feeling, that knowing, that wrenching within you, those butterflies within you and your soul like fully know something, right? But then we get our brain, which is this like, like particularly humanoid thing where we get to experience that of the outside world through the lens of this like crazy intense machine that has been put in our minds like whoa the brain is like the coolest machine that there could ever possibly be where we don't understand the freaking 10 percent of it i don't think we don't know anything about the mind and we know plenty about the mind but in terms of how much there is to know about the mind it's just like incomparable incomparable and so through this mind we get to have intuitions and downloads we get to have you know those channeling moments we get to have imagination and ideas that are popping off we get to brainstorm we get to make plays on words we get to make jokes we get to have thoughts we get to go you know virtual reality inside our own minds and just be tripping out inside our own minds whenever we want to that is the best Our minds are amazing. They're incredible. Pro- they, they have incredible processing power, do they not? So, so the 10 of clubs is like ding, 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 ding. Got to the finish line, won the freaking lottery. Like I'm here at the top of the mountain of the mind. I got the intuition on luck. I got the imagination and ideas on deck. I got the intelligence Worn all through me. I got the knowledge to back it up. The Ten of Clubs represents that experienced mind who's been there and thought that and said that <laughs> and it communicated like that and expressed themselves like that. The Ten of Clubs has this unabashed, uninhibited ability to express themselves. They represent the success of communication. And that's why this card is the teacher. And this card is my Dharma card, and I feel so lucky. This is if I take my birth card of my birthday, and then I take my Jupiter card because I'm a Sagittarius, and I add those together. The most perfect manifestation and cultivation of the unity between my two main cards is the Ten of Clubs, my highest possible manifestation, I believe, is the addition of my two main cards into the Ten of Clubs, my Dharma card. Getting to walk to the beat of my own drum and teach in the way that I want to and learn in the way that I want to and and mesh my ideas and my imaginations and my intuitions and my intelligences all together in a way that no one else has ever done or ever will do. And 
on the day of November 25th, that energy is also gifted to you. And there's about like a 25 to 20 per, 20 to 25% chance, I would say, that you hold this card somewhere along the way too. I'd say there's more like a 33% chance that you or someone really close to you has this card. Because we all hold many, many, many cards. The energy of the teacher has probably been available to you through many a teacher. And not just many of like a normal kind of teacher, but through like spiritual teachers and through your friend teachers and through your family teachers, maybe through your, you know, teachers at church or whatever, what have you in your life. The 10 of clubs is actually one. There are, I think it goes from the nine of clubs to the four of diamonds, all of those cards, nine, 10, Jack, queen, king of clubs and one and ace, two, three, four of diamonds. I'm pretty sure all of those come at least once in every month. Um, and so while there's some cards like the King of Spades that only come, um, as, uh, in one or a few months a year instead of like 12 months a year, um, like all most of the spades, all the spades and all the hearts, um, are way less than 12 per year, but from the nine of clubs to the four of diamonds, they come, um, in every month of the year. So 10 of clubs are not like never around. We get this energy of the teacher, the completion of the mind often, but depending who you are, like maybe more or less often. Anyway, I would love to work with you and tell you if this energy is in your life or what energies are really prevalent in your life. So hit me up. But the 10 of clubs is this beautiful card of the teacher. And we are blessed with this day, with this card on this day of November 25th. (sighs) What do you want to teach and how do you want to teach it? What do you want to learn and why do you want to learn it and how do you want to learn it? What do you want to say and how do you want to say it and why do you want to say it? Why? And what do you think you're going to get out of it? What do you think the consequences are going to be of expressing yourself the way you are? Are you letting the fear of the consequences help keep you from saying things? I like don't let the fear of the consequences keep me from saying things. And that makes people say even worse things to me because they're so mad that I'm so unafraid (laughs) and they're so afraid. So they'd rather just try to bring me down and make me more afraid. Anyway, enough about me. When we add the eight of hearts plus the 10 of gloves together, y'all, we get the five of diamonds, which is the card of seeking the truth and the card of changing our actions and adapting the things that we do, maybe even like compromising on the reasons why we do them. Five is like, okay, I see that a change is happening in my external environment. A shift is uh, being undergone. I am water. I must mold. I must ooh, ooh, uh, do a little, okay, to get around this to keep doing what I want to do, to keep aligning with what I want to align with, to keep acting in my highest accord, I have got to mold. I've got to adapt. I've got to shift. I've got to change. I've got to be flexible. I've got to be pliable. I've got to be malleable with the things that I do and the reasons why I do them to align more closely with my truth. I am always going to seek the truth for I am water and I will find my way to the ocean. For I am water and I will find my way to the ocean. So that's the highest possible manifestation of what November 25th could be about. What happened to you on this day? 
the day before Thanksgiving. How did you recognize, how can you look back on that and recognize where either you were malleable or could have been? Or maybe you look back on it and you see how that energy was at play for the day based on what was going on um, in your community um, or around you maybe, not necessarily happening through you because the cards of the day, these are the days when like no matter what the cards are of the day, you could be learning this lesson in any number of ways. Like this five of diamonds day, maybe you were hanging out with your friend who is a five of diamonds on that day or had contact with some people in your life who are that five of diamonds card. Maybe that's how it came to you that day. Or maybe you literally were just experiencing like having to adapt your actions. Or maybe you were watching other people, how they adapt their actions. Or, you know, maybe you were watching a show and the producer was the five of diamonds and you never would have freaking known. Like there are so many infinite ways that these concepts could come up for us. And so it's interesting, like as I talk about them, you know, I I feel like people who listen to this, like don't even always listen on the day of, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I would love to hear from you if you are listening to this, but it's just so interesting because I think that, um, a lot of these things, it's not that they're necessarily applicable on the day of when the person is listening, but that they're more like seeping into the consciousness of that person and hopefully like accessible later when it is applicable, like something that they can, that you or anyone can, um, draw attention to how you've experienced it in your own life and apply it no matter what day it is. Right. Maybe I should change the name of the podcast to like wisdom of the cards of the day. Anyway, So today, the power of love, the eight of hearts, comes together with teaching in a unique way, the ten of clubs. And together, what you get with that is the seeker of truth, which makes so much sense. I think if you just kind of combine um, the, the concepts that we've gone through with each of those cards in your mind, really the power of love and the power to like always overcome your fear and always to do so in the pursuit of selfless love. And you're going to combine that with the ability to just teach the way you want, what you want, how you want, and when you want to who you want, um, to be able to teach in your own independent, successful way. And you're going to combine that, that love with that teaching. And ultimately what you're going to get is the ability to align with your truth, to be flexible in order to more fully align your actions with what kind of value you want to create in this world. Oh, it's just so beautiful the way that these energies work together. And I like have no words for like how thankful I am that these concepts do make sense to me in my mind. Like a second ago when I said, don't you see how these concepts go together? Because I just so fully see it's like, they're almost pictures in my mind and it just makes sense how these numbers work together and the concepts that these numbers are symbolic of work together in this like literally visually, like somehow in my mind, this visually tangible way are visually intangible. Is that like such an oxymoron of a statement? Oh, but I hope this really had some goodies in here for you. I think I might send this one to a few people because I really feel like I got a good download on this one. I need to somehow notate to myself like which days of my podcast are really full of downloads so I can come back and listen to them. And um, I'm working on my first deck, like a kind of oracle deck using the cards. And (laughs) I want to come back and access this for 
what I said about each of these cards because I feel like it was really, really magnificent today. I hope you felt like it was as well. Even if no one listens to this podcast, um, I'm so glad that I had this flow because I'm getting back more into my personal flow and reigniting my um, belief in myself and my confidence in what I'm teaching and what I'm here to do through this. So, oh, letting it out, letting it out. Oh, taking a deep breath in together before we say goodbye. Holding at the top to expand our crown chakra into the infinity of the infinite galaxies. I love you guys so much. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Crazy Little Me. Sadnam, namaste. Create your own luck today and every single day of your life. Bye.